All right, welcome back to another edition of Crucial Conversations. I'm Don Wetrick. I'm Jamal Crook. And today we're going to talk about the teacher shortage. We've talked a lot about, you know, what needs to be done in education, but I guess the first thing you need to do is staff the building, right, Jamal? That's right. Um, you know, and, and staffing, speaking of staffing, staffing comes with cost. Um, all around the country, teachers feel like they don't get paid quite enough. And I agree and I disagree with that. Um, here's why. The reason why I disagree with that statement is effectively a person who is a teacher works 10 months a year. They get paid everything within that 10 months unless they sign up for some EYP. And then they have two months to do whatever it is that they want to do to generate income, which let me bust a myth right now. Teachers don't get paid 12 months. They only get paid 10 months. So for two months, effectively, they're on their own. Um, but then understandably, what a teacher puts in to someone else's child, they don't typically get paid enough for the work that they actually do. Because what a lot of people yeah. don't see is first year teachers, second year teachers, or just teachers in general go home, they're grading papers, they're doing things because there's not enough time in the day when your child is there to actually give them feedback. Or sometimes, um, you know, not speaking for anyone else, but I know personally, personally, I've, I've done things for children that go above and beyond uh, the classroom. I had a child in my class who misbehaved all the time. They even threatened to shoot me at one point. I got to know the guy a little bit better, found out he was going through some really rough times. I took him out and bought him some school clothes because that's what he needed. Um, you know, took, took him out and, and, and spent time with him. So nobody paid me for that time, nor was I reimbursed. So the things that we do uh, for children in a, from a teacher's position, you really can't put a price value on it. But it would be nice to get paid more than the median salary yeah. of $54,000. Yeah. Um, well, l l let me, let me go backwards. Then <clears throat> you said, uh, we started off with money. So mm -hmm. like in your opinion, the number one reason for teacher shortage is money. Uh, it, it, it's one of the top, I wouldn't say it's the, the number one. No, I would. I'm cool with that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'm cool with that. Like, because I just, I just, go ahead. well, especially in the areas we're looking for that are like, like, this is no means a shot at um, social studies teachers, but there seems to there seems to always be we can fill the slots at least in the in the in the administrators that I've been talking to. Science teachers a lot harder, like mm -hmm. especially as you go up the food chain of some of the more advanced sciences, really hard to find those guys. Mm -hmm. um, then you go and and then IT professionals forget it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've heard this again and again, like. And of course, technically speaking, they don't have to be in the classroom. Technically speaking, they don't have to be in education. But I, I you know, a good IT person, a good administrator, systems administrator, is really, really vital. Um, and those guys, while they make good money, they can make great money on other places. So this is true. Uh, on some areas, I have to say, I think that money is number one. You, you know, I. I I, I, I can't fully agree with that because um, the reason why an IT person 
is not a teacher is because I went to school for IT and I'm not getting certified. So I think I think the the barriers that that are pre-existing to even becoming a teacher, like the whole certification process, is not a very strenuous one for someone with who who is you know fairly educated. However, it is something that uh, challenges an individual to a point to say, well, I may not want to do that now. Then you get into the to the pay. But if I went to school to become a doctor and I'm a biology major, I'm not going to put my focus in jumping through the hoops to even get into the building, nor am I taking sub pay. So if you want my services, I think the, the schools are going to have to say, OK, you know, what is it that we can actually do to break down some of these barriers and be innovative and say, maybe we bring in this person for a couple hours a day and they do STEM and we pay them or we contract to pay them for their for their skill set so they can teach our kids what they know. Um, because because effectively the the money's the money there. Some teachers are making seventy thousand dollars a year. That's after you put in time, but you know, the benefits, the 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 money that you do make, and that's over 10 months. So I wouldn't say that's the number one thing. I'm saying that it it is it's not the only thing that's yeah. important. Well, I mean, I wasn't saying, yeah, definitely not thinking it's the only thing, but I think of people that are thinking, thinking about getting into education, that that would be a turn. However, I will say there is something in the DNA. Yeah, I would not, I would not doubt the, your three children, I, I would, if I were a betting man, one of them is going to be a teacher. <laughs> and, 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 cause in my genetic code, you know, both of us were, Kathy was, and, and, and so am I. And, and, uh, it's 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 some of his genetics. Some like you know a lot of times. Well, teaching is a calling. It is, it is. Um, mm-hmm. and that that going to be another episode later because your story is kind of cool. Um, yeah. But so, what are some other things? Like, I, if I may go, um, I, I think prestige, mm. or or yeah. in some case, in some cases, um, and let me and let me define that down even further. Male teachers in elementary. You know, I think that there's sort, I still think that there's somewhat of a social stigma. It's kind of like being called, I hate it when people say male nurse, as if the word nurse can only mean female. So when like, well, I'm a male nurse. No, you're a nurse and that's cool. But there's kind of a, you know, nursing has a shortage of men because I think that there's a stigma. And I think it's less so, less so at the elementary level, but you just don't see as many men in the elementary level. So I, I think that there's somewhat of a, a prestige um, yeah. deterrent. You know, I'm, I'm one of those uh, traditional young people. I, and, and, you know, don't shoot me for saying this if you're listening, but I think historically the, the, the makeup of the, of the home, you know, in, in our early civilization, women typically taught the children. So when it became something to be monetized or, you know, or professionalized, it, it became, you know, a predominantly women uh, oriented field. Um, so you so you have just just that basic makeup. And this is just, you know, my my opinion. But when you when you have that initial underlying, you know, just who we are as people. I mean, if you don't if you, if you have a stay at home wife, my wife is stay at home now. Um, everything that my children learn come from her, right? So now you have this this profession that really is predominantly women. I think um, the last time I checked, and it may have been updated, but I think about 2% 
of the entire workforce in education or something extremely low to that effect is actually male. Um, because you talked about prestige and I agree. I think a lot of men are saying, I'd rather do something with my hands. I'd rather do something that makes me feel a little yeah. more, a little more robust as a man. Um, because typically, um, men view that as something that's not as masculine. Uh, so the prestige for a man to say, well, I yeah. want to go in and I want to go teach children. And, and it's not like, you know, we're being sexist. I'd just rather go build a house. I'd rather go be a cop. I'd rather go right. be a firefighter. Because, you know, firefighters and police officers right. comparatively make about the same as teachers. As a matter of fact, a first-year police officer makes a little bit less than what yeah. a teacher makes, but I'd rather just go do that. Well, it's funny. Yeah, go. it's funny you bring up the firefighter and police officer, and it's, <laughs> I'm gonna get myself in trouble for saying this. I used to work out with a lot of cops uh, back when I used to belong to the YMCA, and um, <laughs> if there was one thing that really bugged the cops, and oh, don't, 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 mm, but they're like, you know, the, you know, we we get paid the same. But one day on the fire department is 24 hours, which is three days. Hmm. And so when they work one day, it's three, and then they get several days off. And they're like, man, I wish I could do that. And they're like, I checked the wrong box kind of thing. And so uh, most firefighters I know until they're in their, well, I shouldn't say until they're in their 50s or 60s, because I know a lot of them still do. They have side businesses. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of roofers, a lot. I know a couple that have exterminate like what was it exterminators right they they spray mm -hmm. for pesticides and all that. They, they, they all have side hustles so what they right. may not be making in the fire department they've got time now that's apples and oranges because like right now somebody's going to come through the podcast booth and punch me and they're like are you suggesting that teachers have as no i'm not no i'm not i but, am but <laughs> that, that i do know several teachers at june and july they go out there and hustle Mm -hmm. And then, and, and then, and again, I know I'm hearing it right now. I'm going to take emails unless I explain this right now. I understand that is also our time to unwind. Mm -hmm. I also understand that is our time to really dig deep and, and spend time with our, you know, significant others, children, whatever you yes, have. That's true. However, it is an option. Um, right. Case in point, one of my, my good buddies from the last high school I taught with, he was booked solid because he was a contractor and he would build one house a summer and really, of course, not even finish, but he would get as much of it possibly done. He'd kind of, you know, get everything uh, ready to, to have it uh, sticked or, or framed or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then throughout the summer, he'd just, you know, hustle it out. And, and there was a waiting list every time to get Brian. Why? Because a, he was a teacher. So you trusted him and mm -hmm. B he's wanted to go out there and make a little extra. So, it is possible. You're right. It is possible to make a little bit more money. And, and I also truly understand it is possible to need that mental time because you are spent. So, 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 and I'm, and I'm coming from a, a, a different perspective where, yeah, we do need time to unwind. We do need time to spend with our families. But if, if money is an issue for your household, you have an obligation to your family to do yeah. whatever it takes to make sure that money is not an obligation. Oh yeah. And not to say that, you know, money will make you happy, but money can put you really close to something that will make you happy. Um, 
so so in 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 that mind uh that mind frame i think we should as as teachers like really explore the possibilities of a side hustle because okay i want to i may want to take my wife on a vacation in december when i have two weeks off as opposed to uh using my whole summer to uh just relax and be around the house i can take two weeks of my summer or even four weeks of that eight week summer and do something and then plan a, a nice vacation uh for my family um so i i think i think at the at the end of the day teachers you we have an obligation to our families to make sure that we're, we're that we're fiscally absolutely sound. oh and, there, there will be, it's funny because like, I guess we can give it away later on in the year, we'll be doing a series on finances because man, that is my jam. We're going to have a guy on uh, who runs a, a financial independence podcast. You'll flip, you'll learn about literally teachers only plans that the government has set out for you to save money from taxes. Anyway, enough. Of that. Like <laughs> one, one more thing before we drop the money yeah. side. Mm-hmm. I also have to admit Here's where I'm privileged with a capital P. Mm. I live in a city where the cost of living is next to nothing. Mm-hmm. I live with a spouse who makes good, decent money. So like for all the teachers out there that you're a single mom or you are, yeah. or you are the sole winner or of, of, of income or you are in Palo Alto or New mm. York City, man. You are, I, I, my heart right. goes out to you because yes. Indianapolis, Indiana is not expensive and Tampa Bay really isn't too bad either. No, it's right. not. Right. It looks so, expensive. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> we see pictures of the beach and the, which by the way, full disclosure and don't even rub it in my face. It's snowing right now, Jamal, a lot. Oh man, it's, the, it's any, so this, cold that's the, out here. Yo, it's 50 degrees. Um, <laughs> So uh, that that is number one. So I, I, in my opinion, it, you're, you're right. It doesn't have to be, but I think in a lot of ways, number one, number two, possibly prestige. What else is causing the shortage, man? You you know, I think I think when you actually become a teacher, you know, most all research shows that teachers, you know, quit within the first three years. You know, I got a solid speech when I first became a teacher, and you know, they have programs and different things in place to to help teachers make it through those first three years you get a mentor you get a corresponding teacher or a cooperative teacher you get all of these resources dumped you know into the first three years of teaching because what we find out is what you learned in college uh about the technical side of teaching your strategies your you know your assessment piece all the pedagogy all that stuff doesn't mean a hill of beans when you get in there with real people and when you get in there, the, the the social aspect of not only am I, um, you know, working with the social aspect of these children. If I work in a Title One school, that's there's a completely different social aspect than when I work in a school that is non-Title One or a more affluent school. Like Don, your school, when I got there, I was amazed. It looked like a palace. Like the like the library is 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 a phenomenon. If you've never been to Noblesville High School, I see, I I recommend that you uh try to get a room there because it, it's it's such a it's the best looking school I've I've ever seen in my life. I mean it's just, it's a nice school, and I've seen schools that don't even have a library. Yeah. Um. So so when you deal with the mindset of the children. 
like I, I teach kids in high school who don't have emails. But when I talk to you about your school, you say, yeah, we just send all the kids an email. Like it was a, it was yeah. a different thing. So socially. So when you deal with students, you know, you have parent teacher conference night and two parents show up, you'll be discouraged. Or if you work in a different school and all of the parents show up because, you know, why does my child have a 99 in the class? So dealing with the social pressures of teaching is something that discourages teachers in addition to not just the student portion, but how do I get along with my peers? Because teachers can be mean. Yeah. <laughs> teachers <laughs> can be mean. That's, that's another episode we'll do. We about too. Uh, no, I, I, I agree with that as well. I, I think that um, you're right. Some of the teacher shortage just through really short term attrition. I, I, I agree. I, right. there, there are some like special ed teachers, the, mm. the data on that is they they burn out quick, and I understand why. Matter of fact, here's the thing that again, I, how many we should do a, a, a an over under on every episode. I'm going to say I'm going to get myself in trouble for saying this, but <laughs> um, which by the way, not for my school corporation. My school corporation is very understanding and very supportive of what I say, but they also want me to tell you that the views and opinions don't necessarily re- reflect my school corporation. But likewise, um, uh, yes, but. Um, when I see news report, I, well, here, here, here I'll, 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 I'll tell this in the story. I think another thing is that this is causing the teacher shortage is the storytelling of the media and how we get beat up. There is mm-hmm. this double standard that I hate because when people come up to me, I know they're being nice. I know they're being nice. But when somebody comes up to me and says, oh, you're so underpaid. Mm. Okay. Buy me a sandwich. <laughs> there's nothing stopping you right now from like if you think that that's true and you're bothered by it then quit complaining to me that your taxes are going up a little bit right what a quality education is going to have to take some quality things so mm-hmm. i think one is us being beat up in the media and another is like how we're treated if we do mess up look I'm going to get myself in trouble for saying this but when uh, i just saw it not too long ago a teacher had and I'm not trying to suggest this is right, but she was dragging, dragging out a very non-compliant child in not a mean way. He just kind of went limp and she drugged the kid out in the hallway. And while I understand there are better ways to handle it, here's something that we didn't consider. That teacher, what mm-hmm. kind of day she was having. Mm-hmm. What the student said ahead of time. We've mm-hmm. all seen the, that video that went viral of, of the, the teacher, was I think it was in Los Angeles, that punched the kid because the kid was literally like, do something, do something, do something, taunting the teacher. Yeah. And then finally the guy broke. And he's like, I had it. I had enough. Do mm-hmm. I think that he should have hit the child? Of course not. But mm-hmm. when people see how that guy was treated, Mm-hmm. When people see how p- teachers are thrown under the bus, they're mm-hmm. like, they might go, uh-uh, not me. I can go work at fill in the blank of whatever p- employer you want and not have to put up with that. Then they're going to go in. This is true. And, and, and that is the reason why I think money is the issue too. Because if I can make, if I can make the same, <laughs> I can go make $16 an hour. You're right. You're right. Over 12 months and still make what a, a brand new teacher makes in most counties and most districts. So why would I deal with all of that just to have summers off? Man, I'll take 
New Year's, Christmas Day, and I'll go take my lunch, my 30-minute lunch, and I'll go home at the end of the day, and I don't have to deal with any grading. I don't have to deal with anybody trying to fight me. I mean, because it, it happens, you know, and, and the, the expectation is that the teacher has to remain a, a robotic profession. You know, you're right. Money, money pays, but lets you put up with certain things extra. Like, again, this is me. <laughs> the, 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 the Chicago Bears place kicker, mm-hmm. you know, I felt really bad for, I still do, but you know what? He got paid pretty well to miss that phone field goal. He did. So. He did. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, so, okay. So in order, in our, our supposed order, we got money. We've got, uh, wait, what was number two? Um, oh, we've, we've got social expectations kind of thing. And we've got mm-hmm. prestige. Uh, okay. And then this one's, this one's going to be personal. Matter of fact, yeah. maybe I should, maybe I should look up the statistics while you go into it. Go ahead. Yeah, maybe you should. So, so this next one you have, you have the, the shortage of, Black male teachers. And if you're a black male teacher listen, listening to this or you're a black male, consider education. Um, for the simple fact, just let me just give a blurb of just general research. When, when students of color see a male in a leadership position within a school, it, research shows that those children typically do a lot better and they track that through graduation rates. So um, it, it, it changes the trajectory of a, of, a, of a child who looks like you. That's number one. Um, number two, shortage of black male teachers. I have a very interesting theory. Um, we could, you know, do some years of research if we, if we really wanted to, but this is just what I see typically. You, you cannot have a system that right now is failing minority students to a large part. There are some schools who do it, who do, who do a fantastic job. 100% graduation rate with 100% majority or 100, uh, I'm sorry, majority minority schools. They go to colleges that they do great things. I'm not talking about about these schools. I'm talking about the schools that um, systematically fail our minority students, you know, not because that the teaching is necessarily bad, but because sometimes the the culture, whatever the case is, you can't say, well, we need more black male teachers in our teachers or minority teachers. Let's say that. And those students generally are not passing school. In order to become a teacher, you kind of have to be good at school. You got to play the school game. You got to go through the system. Well, if we're not making it through the system in a large in, in, in large numbers, that's going to narrow those who do. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I, I, got, I got my degree. Um, and when I look back after I got my teaching degree, I realized how easy school was. <laughs> and my, my thought was, I wish I would have become a doctor. I wish I would have become an engineer. Because, because it wasn't until I graduated with my undergrad that I realized that I had the ability to learn anything. But I didn't believe that going in. So coming out, I wish I would have chosen a different field that paid more money. But then if you have a child that realizes that before they um, graduate with their undergrad, they're probably going to pursue something that makes them a lot of money. Because generally, I came from, I mean, before I went to high school, I was semi-homeless. I was staying with a friend. 
So when I got to college, that was my first place that I had. My dorm room was my, my first place that I had that I didn't have to worry about getting kicked out. So long as I went to class and went to football practice and complied with everything that they had. But it was my first real stable situation in four years. So when you when you combine all of that with, with, with the fact that, well, I'm coming from not a lot of money, I'm going to do something that's going to make me hundreds of thousands of dollars because I don't want to sell drugs. I don't want to do anything illegal. So I'm going to do something that makes me the most money, even if I don't love it. And I know that there are a lot of males out there minority males who would love teaching, who would absolutely love it. And, and your presence in the room will, will drastically, can have a, have a positive impact on the culture at any school you walk into. Because there are a lot of fatherless kids that need a positive male role model that looks like them. And I'm not speaking, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, our, yeah. our white male teachers are, are not effective, but I'm just saying that there, there needs to be a representation of a child, that looks, of, of an adult that looks like them. And, you know, it, 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 it lowers some of the social um, trust barriers and it allows us to, to, to teach um, more effectively. So if, if you're listening to this and you're a black male from the bottom of my heart or a minority male from the bottom of my heart, consider teaching. Yeah. Listening to that, I, I just kept thinking about the catch 22 of what you're talking about in some way, like, you know, you, you had the first problem we talked about of just lack of male teachers in school period. Mm-hmm. And then you start talking about the lack of male teachers that look like you. And mm-hmm. that's another problem. And then you had the situation where, like you said, traditionally speaking, the schools aren't enjoyable. They, right. they're, 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 they're stressful. They're not as nice. They're, there's a variety of, of things stacked against them. And so, yeah, the need is there. While you're talking, I started to, to look at this. Yes, less than 2%, although there's several articles I'm looking at, and I did not know there is a fellowship of black male educators. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is all sorts of things here. But yes, the according to everybody, Chicago Tribune or bus, it's either around two percent or just slightly under two percent. So that is of, that of is all males in general, or uh, of uh, of black male uh, black. teachers in education, less than two percent. So, okay. um, man, that, yeah, that's that's that is something that I, I totally agree with. That you know, it we want to change things. We got to also incentivize people to get into the profession. So some of these problems won't fix themselves. And going back to me being a little bit salty about saying teachers are underpaid and if everybody agrees with it, well then what the heck, you know, yeah. uh, like, and, and of course, every, <laughs> especially in politics, everything is terrible except for my area. You know, <laughs> every, all, every, all Congress people are bad. Well, but I'm going to vote for my guy again or my girl yeah. again because she's great. But no, I, I think that, you know, if you want to incentivize and you want to bring some change in education, I, it's a dirty word, but show me the money. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's, it's a dirty word. And, and so, that's not to say that p- things can't be managed better. I know they can. That's not to say there isn't some corruption in some places. I know there can be. But uh, daggone it, if, if you want quality, you got to pay for it. And uh, at nowhere else do you go, whether it's the grocery store or the movies or anywhere else. If you want quality, you got to pay for it. Right. And that's just just facts. Um, all right. Well, we're we're over our twenty minutes, but it's been worth it. And uh, this again is a 
plea. No, not a plea. It sounds like we're desperate. We can do fine on our own, but dang on it. It'd be fun to have a guest. We've yeah. got a couple planned out, but if you are have a like a burning passion of, oh, you know what you guys should talk about, and I would love to be on that, then please let us know. Jamal, tell everybody where they can find us. They can find us on LinkedIn. We're both on LinkedIn. You yep. can email us at Jamal at startupinnovation.com or Don at startupinnovation.com. You can also find Don on Twitter. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jamal Crook and then at Don Wet Trick. Make sure you see the blue check. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about it. Is there? Is there? I'm, no, I feel like I'm no, missing that's, something. that's perfect. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said LinkedIn first. I'm trying to get more teachers on LinkedIn. I, I like it. A little, little more pleasant. A little more pleasant. Matter the algorithms fact, are wide open right now. Yeah, well, that and we'll do an episode on why people are nicer on LinkedIn. <laughs> not so mean on Twitter, but I mean, we're giving stuff away. All right. Well, Jamal, thank you so much. This again has been an episode of Crucial Conversations, two different guys with possibly different opinions who respect one another and want to bring some change in education. If this podcast brings you any sort of joy or value whatsoever, please, please tell a friend. That is how we grow. And that is how we just spread the word. All right. Thanks so much, Jamal. We will see you guys next Friday. 